Welcome back to another episode of the First Year Out Podcast, the number one bi-coastal podcast in the world, where we sit back and talk entrepreneurship, monetizing your passion, and ultimately being a creative in business. I am your host in sunny California, Down Witherspoon, here with Mr. Everything, the Renaissance man himself, wow, Will wow, James. Wow, wow. What's going what on, up, Will? What up, what up, what up? How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing quite well. <laughs> What's going on with you? Oh, not much, not much. I'm happy to be here. Happy to talk business with you. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming out. I appreciate course, it for of real. Course. Hey, can you can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I am a uh, videographer, actor, filmmaker here in San Diego, California. I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. I focus on short films, also working with companies, working on commercials. And most of the time I'm spending acting in theater and, of course, in front of the camera. Okay, well, yeah, oh bit. man, oh man, you you are you are a little bit a little over the place every now and then. So, which one did did you first dive into? Which was your first love? I'd probably say camera work. That was back when I was, let's say, twelve, thirteen. You know, when you just out there in the streets in the summertime, ain't doing nothing. <laughs> so we had this little small camera. Me and my brother and my friends, we start making YouTube videos when that first came out. And we was just out there acting a fool. And then when you kind of look back on it, you're like, all right, that's where it really started. And then um, after that, I kind of went off to college. I started doing that, was working in the new scene room, uh, learning how to direct. And of okay. course, I was taking some video classes here and there. And so that's what really inspired me to kind of come out to California and start learning even more. And so once I got out here, that expanded my mind. And eventually it got to a point where I was just like, man, I can act. Because I've been in front of a camera. I'm not nervous. Mm -hmm. And so I went and just took a leap, got into theater. And ever since that, I've really just been finding gigs every now and then. So Wow. Not only did yeah. you did you decide to just, when you decided to act, you went all out and just went straight to theater. Like, that's yeah, how, I just, like. I just, uh, I mean, for those who really don't know the story, I, I quit my job. I went back to school. And I was, someone came up to me and said, hey, we have auditions. And I was just like. All right, the worst they can say is you didn't get it. And I went there and I got it. <laughs> and and from there, really, is people just noticed that I was a hard worker and that I was very passionate about it. And they were just like, hey, we want you to come audition for this. Or, hey, we got a student short film that we're doing. Can you come do this? And that's just how I was really getting my name out there. I'm really loving it. And, yeah. At what point did you decide, all right, look, I've been doing this for the love because, you know, that's how we all fall into the things that like in the creative realm specifically. Uh, at what point did you decide I'm not I'm not doing this anymore strictly for the love, but I also need to I need to make some money. I need to get paid for my experiences. And, and when when did you decide to start learning the business side of the creative? I'd say about a year ago. Um, just the people that I started surrounding myself with, of course, um, I was learning a little bit before then. Uh, a few months before that, but I was just naive and a little stubborn. But once I really got into to acting and then, of course, learning the entire industry, pretty much, you know, working as a grip, working as a, a gaffer or even working as a, a PA, you, you see a lot of things on set that, that you wouldn't be exposed to if you're just doing a student film. And so it really started raising questions on how how business works, how to how to create your own rates. And so that really inspired me to even just reach out and just continue moving forward. Whether I'm working with, with you know, let's say Dime Digital or I'm working with another another crew, um, just ask, keep asking questions. How do they do this? How do they do this? 
And of course, I want to be able to incorporate that into my own work, whether that's with photography or even just um, with acting, because, you know, all actors have their own rates as well, too. Mm -hmm. So it's really been inspirational. It's it's, let's say it's had me um, dive into business books, you know, for the last couple of months. And so I, I try to I try to have a nice little balance of what I read. You know, sometimes I'll read a spiritual book, but then I'll read. All right. I need to focus on business because mm-hmm. I need to know how to talk money. OK. So, so one, you said that you were stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. What what made that happen? Like what, what were you um, holding on to? Probably just thinking, oh, I can do this on my own. You know, every I feel like a lot of people do go through that where they they want to accomplish a goal, but they want to believe that they can do it on their own. When people are open to helping out, you're kind of just like, yeah, that's cool and all. But I mean, our, our goal is the same and mm. something you got to learn that that keyword compromise. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's something that I've been really working on and just being open to working with whoever I can. And, you know, even if um, even if somebody that I'm working with isn't on my level, I can find a way to 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 help them build up. And of course, that'll that'll work in the long run for everybody. Do you think that you had like the mindset of like you have to be a starving artist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where did that come from? Wow. Uh, I think that came from when I first moved out to California and you started facing that rejection real quick. Mm-hmm. Because I think when um, when people first move out to California, this is my honest opinion, is that they just see the stars. They see the limelight. They're like, right. oh, man, I'm going to move out here. I'm going to find a job and all this. And everything's going to work perfectly. I was 21 when that happened, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I tried to go out for an NBC job just because of some networking connections, and that didn't work out. And they were like, you know, you you still don't know what you want to do, but there's a summer internship out in New York. And so I was like, cool, let me apply for that. I ended up getting it. But then two weeks later, they just took it away, and they never responded. What? And I couldn't do nothing about it. That was Mm. out of my favor. And so that developed this mindset like, all right, I don't need nobody. I'm going to do this on my own. Okay. So I ended up moving down to San Diego a few months later. And, you know, for the first couple months, I was just working in the kitchen. I was just kind of just like I was there. And eventually I was I had that mindset switch like, all right, I'm going to go back to school. I'm, uh, I'm going to go study multimedia, find a way to get into some video video work. And then they really just got to me just doing things on my own, working with people. And so um that starving mindset it really just came from that really you know Mm. you you deal with rejection really fast and then you realize oh man i can you know i can do this on my own oh that's that's an interesting take on it because i always just assumed that the mindset came from ironically the media or from propaganda or i could see that actually just because you hear that a lot especially in music if you're looking at lyrics like you know i did this on my own and they, you never hear them shouting out they people sometimes. <laughs> but oh. the, that's, that's, that's not every artist, mm-hmm. but you, you hear it every now and then. And so that might, that, that mindset can be developed. And if we're looking at a, an early age, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Especially like, um, I know, I remember like when I first started college, I went for like social sciences and humanities. That was my major. What? But I, I, I mean, it was cool. It was like cool. It was something to learn, but it yeah. wasn't like what I wanted to do because I thought like, media was i thought i felt like it was frowned upon and and at one point i think probably at the start of my second semester of my freshman year i ended up switching my major to media because mm-hmm. that's when i realized hey look this i guess it's cool to learn about but 
and I was I was watching Criminal Minds and stuff. It was like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to learn about, but now nah. was watching it for Shamar Moore and all yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show, but um, it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah, and, you know that's the decision I had to make for myself. Like the mindset switch, you got to make it for yourself. Yeah, can't wait for no one to come up to you and be like, "Hey, you should do this." It's gonna happen on your own. You're big on networking. Like that's how. Oh yeah, very big on networking. And so you work different parts of a set in order to network with people with the with the intention of that. Or um, that is one of the intentions. I um, I think my biggest goal is to know everything on set because you know we just had this conversation not too long ago. You you can't knock somebody for their work until you actually do it. Mm. You know. Yeah. And so if I want to become a well known established director in in the world. I have to know how to be a boom operator. I have to know how to be a, pers- a production assistant. Right. Or I even have to know how to be a, a key grip assistant because whatever they're going through on set, I need to know and be able to communicate with them in the way that they're going to be able to understand and not just be like, oh, you got you to do it this way. It shouldn't be this hard. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that, it, you know, it like, should be this hard. <laughs> It never worked but, it never worked that. But you know, a true director or I mean just someone a true creative will n- never get far in life unless they, you know, work these odd jobs or work something that they don't see themselves doing. You got to you got to continue to just find work everywhere you could go, whether it's in the industry. If someone says, "Hey, you just running coffee today." Be proud of it. Be excited because that's going to take you further. That's how you network. Mhm. So you better be the best coffee you runner. Better <laughs> come back with five sugars. <laughs> Where that's how you so. rub um, elbows with the people that you should or will want to rub elbows with. It is. It is. It, it leads you to to meeting a lot of powerful people as well. You know, um, I think my first feature film that I worked on, I was just a uh, production assistant. I'd go buy waters. I would just sit out there in the sun. And if they called on me to go move some sandbags or anything, I'd be there and I'd work. But just seeing how I worked on set, that led to them letting another media company know that they could rely on me. And as soon as I started working with that media company, you know, that that person was working with um, UPN. You remember when UPN oh, was yeah, actually a thing? Yeah. Veronica Mars. He was one of the creators of that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that's how I started getting paid into this industry. I started getting paid work. And so once I started getting paid work, I was like, oh, I'm never doing free stuff again. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, 2019, we ain't doing no free work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mindset changed real quick once I started working with these powerful. In my eyes, they are powerful people. They they have a say. And if they say don't work with them, that could lead all the way up to L.A. And mm. if they hear about oh, okay. you, you ain't yeah. working. <laughs> You get the word of mouth and the referrals. Exactly. I I just released a video. (laughs) I just released a video about that. Make sure to go check that out, (laughs) y'all. Yes, at Dom Digital Media on Instagram. I literally just released a video about that, about word of mouth and referrals. And you got to be careful about who who you allow to be the face of your business. Facts. Because they represent you and your company. And just like you can get business and clients off of it, you can lose them just the same. Real fast. Real fast. So always love what you do. So how how are you getting work these days? Um, you know some uh, sometimes it'll be slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean earlier this year I was, it was every Friday, every Saturday. Hey, you, you got a gig? You got a gig? I'm like, oh, this is amazing. But Where are you getting I, this message from? A lot of it is the referrals, of course, the people that I work with. A media company is not just one person. I mean, it starts off that way, but it builds up into maybe if it's just two, it's a family business, or it's 
three or four other people with them. And so when the company that I worked with, they have three or, or maybe I think it's five other people that work in the, the office with them. And so I know them pretty well, too, just mm-hmm. going up there, having a conversation. And so everyone does their own gigs. Everyone's not doing the same gig. That's, right. how, that's how you bring money into a, a company. You got to continue reaching out to other stuff. Right. And so sometimes there will be a, a film where they need someone who can do sound. And they trust me enough to be on set to know that I'm not going to act a fool and I'm going to do my job. Right. And so I'll probably get a message like, hey, can you come by? This uh, Friday and Saturday, we have a two-day shoot. We need a boom op. And I'm like, cool, yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to say no to all work, especially if my schedule is open. If, if, if it, you know, if it's overwhelming, I'm probably going to be like, no, but I'll send it to someone else. Right. You know? Yep. So that's really how I get working is just, you know, continue to be my best version, uh, especially when I'm around these people and always on sets. And that way, because they're going to refer to to someone they know. Everyone's always filming. Promise you, there's always a film being shot every single day. Yes, and and digital content is needed. Always needed, and they're always going to need somebody. And so my name is always being kind of circulated through through the San Diego network, and that's really how I get work. And so, yeah, I mean, I was I was getting work every week, every week, and sometimes you'll have a dead week, or sometimes you'll have two, or it could be a month. You know, you Mm -hmm. never know. Yep, yep. And so, I mean, you really got to treat that time as like, all right, now I can do stuff for me. You know, I could say <laughs> you're always doing projects for everyone else, but now you got to really focus on what you want to do. And so I think these last two, three months has been kind of slow. And so I've really just been focusing on school and just kind of, you know, what I can bring to the table for myself and um, just trying to take advantage of it. I think one of the most beneficial things for myself, though, is that if I'm not working on a film set, I'm acting. Mm. And so right now I'm not I'm not working on a film set right now, but I'm I'm in a theater show. Oh, talk that talk. You, you know, so it's like I can find work, you know, <laughs> and I make sure it comes to me. I I think one of the things that I I um told myself this year was that I'm I'm kind of at the point where I don't want to reach out for work. Okay, that was gonna I, be my next question yeah, too. You know, you want you do want to build up to that point where you never have to reach out for anything. You they come to you, they gravitate to you, and so every day I, I try to remind myself, yo, I. You got to make sure it gravitates to you at always. You never sh- and I that may say sound kind of prideful in a way, but I don't want to be like I visualize myself reaching out like literally crawling on the ground saying, "Hey, give me a job," you know? <laughs> uh-uh, that's not how it's going to work. Have some more? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's really um that's something that I'm really not trying to to do in my life. That's not the kind of character I want to build. I I really want to continue working hard and people take note of that. And like, yo, can I, can you help me out? Like, yeah, let me put it on my schedule. I want to move like a boss. That's how, I think, that's how I feel like bosses move. And Respect. So that's really cool um, with the whole acting thing, the theater. It's it's tough work. It's tough work. And so I, I bet it's not it's not just a one week thing. You're 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 practicing. You're rehearsing. And so sometimes I I just gotta tell film uh, people. I just like, hey, I can't work this week. I can't. You going in front of a live crowd? That's fun. That's always the fun part. Oh, I, I, I watched a, uh, <laughs> I watched a lot of uh, WWE growing up. <laughs> you you grow up in the South. That's how. That's all you watch. I was it was what's the correlation? Uh, you know people like The Rock. Yeah. You know he's always performing in front of yeah. crowds and just a lot of energy. And that's yeah. like I'm like I'm gonna be like him. Man, <laughs> you know? And the only way to be like him is you can't get nervous in front of people. Mm-hmm. And so, I think. Um, Everything correlates in a way, playing sports, um, being in the band, 
music, everything. If you're always in front of a live audience, that nervousness, you, you're going to eventually realize it goes away once you start. Yeah, that it's, is it's a, a hu- it's a huge fear. Every, everything you do, you're going to get butterflies in your stomach or you're just going to have a tight feeling in your chest. But at the moment, whether um, whether the gun goes off for a race or the first notes play for a song, all of it just washes away fast. And you're just you're focused on, you know, giving the best performance that you can. That, that's really something that's special, especially in uh, the whole acting world. No so, stage fright. No stage fright. Always tell yourself that if you're trying to get into the acting world. And, Ain't no time for that. And you're not reaching out for clients. Nah. I mean, <laughs> there's a fine line. There's a fine line with that. I think if you're starting out with a um, with a business or an idea, you should be reaching out to people. But once you once you are establishing yourself, you should you should want to strive for the point where you don't have to reach out anymore. Um, I think uh, like the whole photography thing that I do, um, I'm always reaching out. I'm always reaching out because I want to establish something that's really amazing for the San Diego culture, for for every creative out here that they can network. But eventually, once I get to maybe my fourth or fifth or sixth meetup, I just want to sit back. I want to I want to let you know. I want to let the meetup do its work. Okay, I was about to say let's let's dive it. All right, yeah. I guess I guess we're gonna get into that right now. Okay, okay. So tell us about the meetups that you've been that you've been hosting. All right. So what I try what I am trying to do is host a photography videography meetup once a month, and right now I'm working on my third one. The first two, what I would do is I wish I, I had some applause for you, man. We go. We go. We go get the sounds. We go. We, we they go. Don't get me in there in a second. It's still early. <laughs> it's still early in the game. Um. So I believe the idea came from really understanding more about the business of photography, and I would hear a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, my rates are fifty dollars an hour to do a photo shoot, and that's cheap. Hundred dollars an hour is something else. Oh, like, oh, that's you guys are doing way too much. But mm. so I, I mean. I heard that and it kind of just rubbed me the wrong way just because, I mean, I, I don't feel comfortable charging people that amount of money for that kind of work. But I understand why it has to happen. That's how you get paid. That's how you put food on your table. And so to each its own. But for me, I wanted to do something special for San Diego because I, I love the city. I, you know, I love working with all these creative people out here. And not a lot of people out here know how to use a camera, but a lot of people know how to model. A lot of people know how to look good in front of a camera and know how to, you know, do what they got to do. <laughs> and then it's vice versa as well. So why can't I mesh both together and have them help them network in a way to build their portfolio? Because some people want to act, but they don't have headshots. OK, mm-hmm. I know a camera person that can help you out. And they're just trying to that camera person doesn't even have portfolio work. So it kind of works in both favors. OK, it's a win win. And you guys don't need to be charging each other at all right now. You need to be learning how to shoot a proper shot with lighting you need to know how to model properly so build chemistry work together network and see where it goes and so that was what the first one was all about the second meetup was oh, about. Oh, now. so so for the photography meetup you you bringing out photographers you're bringing out models you're bringing out actors and actresses Every, yeah everything i can bring any anyone i can find that's really what it's about i mean i i think i'm blessed with the fact that i've been able to even get theater auditions and all that. And mm. those people that I meet there, it's like, that's family. The people in the videography world that I work with, that's family. And then, of course, photography, that's family. Bring them all together. It's like a Thanksgiving for me. 
you know <laughs> without without the uh without the fights with without the auntie the and not the walks yeah yeah still taking oh we still taking cousin walks what you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really it's just like bringing bringing that whole creative idea together it's just bringing in all these photographers that i can what whoever i can bring in whether it's four or five photographers and then i may have like 10 models show up um now everybody has work for their own yep you know they can build their website off of that they can build they can build their their acting reel off of that and so i just want to keep taking it bigger and bigger though so you, you know? got the photography you also had the videography yeah yeah and the videography we haven't done yet okay so that's something that i am going to experiment on december 6th here in san diego um still working on a location still thinking of some ideas with that i'm always trying to take it a step further and i'm telling you by the time i get to that fifth one I want a hundred people out there. Mm. I, I want I want it to be an event for San Diego. Hey, if you got any thoughts on this or these on these meetups, make sure y'all drop a comment below and let it, let us know what you're thinking. Thank you, thank you. Please do, and uh, definitely if you are in the San Diego area, uh, make sure to follow me at wbj.901 and send me a message, and we can make sure that you can get to that meetup and get some work in. Woo! So. I'm gonna be there. Hell yeah. Definitely gonna be Don there. I will be there. She was there at the last one, so go ahead and show up if you need to. <laughs> Definitely going to be there. Doing try, we're trying to do meetups every month. Uh, eventually, we'll try to do two a month. But right now, we're still going to start small and build up and then continue to just try to bring out more and more people for each one. Um, I, the end goal is to turn it into what you were saying earlier, a festival yes. in its own way. It's a huge festival for creatives. You know, when you show up, you're going to look around and see a bunch of workshops going on, mm -hmm. whether that can help your brand or your or your business. You're going to see a lot of networking opportunities because the people that I want showing up here are going to be some huge names that you may have crossed on Instagram. You know, one day we're trying to get Peter McKinnon in there. You know, that's a that's a big name with millions and millions of followers. If you know so, Peter McKinnon, man, reach out to him. Definitely, definitely reach out to him. Keep sending him messages. That's the big goal right there is to continue mm -hmm. bringing out these huge names. But at the end of the day, we all are huge names in our own self. You know, yes. we're, we're, we're all growing in some kind of way. I, I feel like one day I can say, yo, yeah, Dime Digital, she's got millions of followers. She's been at the meetups. So, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, okay. It's, def it's definitely a huge goal and I'm excited. I'm just, you know, I'm really excited to make that happen, especially for the city, because we we have so many creatives in the city, mm -hmm. but there's really no there's no path like there is in L.A. Yeah, San Diego it, is really overlooked. It's overlooked really fast and people miss out on all the amazing opportunities that this place has to offer. So I want to know between between all the networking and your involvement on different on a number of different sets mm -hmm. and being on those sets and networking with the people that's there it's a whole it's a it's a different crowd it might be a similar crowd but it's a different crowd when you're in your, in your acting mode and you're on stage in the theater the, the family that you make there and from photography your uh acting and videography and all the different crowds and all the different people that you mean you're no longer you're no longer reaching out as you're not reaching out as much to different companies for work mm -hmm. and all these different things so because I imagine this is because you're on set and you're actually networking and and you're right there talking to these different people. Or you're talking to people that they know, things like that. Oh, yeah. How does this reflect on your social media? Because you're still creating a, a, a bunch of different content and digital content. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, how it reflects on my social media. Oof, I need to work on my social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I always feel like my social media presence could always be better. I am. Um, I mean, that's with and, anything. And with anything, you're right. I, I treat it like 
you know, artists who come out with albums. You know, I don't want to drop a, a picture every day. I want to, you know, do some oh, like, a, like a mixtape in a way. Like, anticipation. Anticipation. Like, yo, I'm dropping this new collection in a month. Be prepared. You okay. Know, I've been I, I've been seeing it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so that's, that's how I that's how I do my Instagram posts. But I re- also realize that once I do those posts, I'm out. I'm mm. de- I'm deleting my Instagram for a month. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I don't need to be on social media too much. Oh, so what you've been doing so far is basically the collections has basically corresponded with the different meetups. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So if you look on my page, you'll see that probably the bottom half of um my page will be the theme of it was purple, red, and and I think orange tones. Mm. And so um, a lot of a lot of the pictures that I've taken kind of refer to that. And then this last meetup, you have you have your darker tones, you have your orange or yellow. It's it's, you can really see the differences in the in the the palette of my Instagram page. That was cool. You know, that was my that that's what I did this year. I wanted to just like add anticipation to my collections. I'm going to rebrand my Instagram, actually. Shout out to the rebranded team. Yeah, we. So I'm going to take everything off. I'm going to start fresh because I have some really good ideas to come in and, you know, turn it into something that, you know, people can be like, yo, go check out this page. If you want to go like buy something, yo, go check his highlights. So I have a lot of ideas about what I want to do with that. Are you going to be posting more than once a month? I'm going to post every day. That's my goal. Okay, like 365 or like five days a week? uh five days a week probably you know business oh. hours so, <laughs> that's what I i've been doing i don't want to be on yeah. instagram every fucking <laughs> sorry for cussing i <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be on social media every day that's just uh i, I feel like the older you get that's just you don't want to be so engulfed on your phone and so i, I actually have a life out here living life yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find a way to rebrand it um a lot of the photos that i have right now will probably be posted again and I'll have some new ones that come in as well. I'm so. big on um social media calendars. Well, I just made mine. Oh yeah, the content How was calendar. That? It's been going well. I've yeah. been I've been doing a five days a week thing. Okay. So far, I'm a, that's how I'm a clo- that's how I'm closing out the year. And uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do for next year, but we are gonna figure hey. it out as we go along. Turned it into a habit though, so that's good. Yep. That's good. And next year, just keep going bigger, right? That's the only way. Yeah. That's what, the, do you have any ideas of how you want to do it next year? Um, I do not actually. Because now, now it's a number of different pages that I'm running from the first year out podcast, mm-hmm. and then I got Dom Digital Media, and then I have Dom Digital, which is my personal page. Yeah, but I kind of been slipping on that in favor of Dom Digital Media. Uh huh. So I don't know. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna try to um come up with a scheme or whatever. I did a little rebrand you had myself. Yeah, a rebrand. Yeah, <laughs> everyone has to do a rebrand. Archive your stuff though. Don't you don't have to delete it. Facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> you have the meetup coming up. Yeah. You excited about that? Very excited. So we already have a date ready, December 6th. The time will most likely be somewhere in the late afternoon up until 8 p.m., but it'll be a five-hour event. And um, Mm. like I said, if you're in the area, please come out. Um, You know, it might be around a beach area, something nice for you all to just do. It's free. Um, You can bring friends. You can bring family. Um, we'll have different type of photographers out there. So mm-hmm. you're not you're not just getting typical portrait shots. You might get some amazing wide shot with Photoshop included. Mm-hmm. And, and bring so, the kids out too. Always, yeah. Bring out the kids. You know, it's, I'm it's sorry, too- I'm inviting people. <laughs> <laughs> they all showing up to the cookout asking for potato salad. Man, we ain't got enough for y'all. <laughs> My bad. Nah, nah, it's but all yeah. good. Anyone's invited. Once again, it's always an open event. All right. Any 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 last anything's? Um once again, my name is Will James. Make sure to follow me on WBJ.901 on Instagram if you ever 
want photos or video work or even just want to throw ideas uh, at each other, message me. I'm always I'm always going to respond. I'm not I'm not that person that's just going to ignore you and be like, oh, I don't know this peasant. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely engage. Uh, let's see if we can network and if I can refer you to somebody that I know or even vice versa. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate okay. you. I appreciate you yeah, coming yeah, on the show. Yeah, for real. definitely. Definitely. I know Will in real life. Real life, yeah. We 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 did not just meet today. We've known each other for almost two years. So, oh, so that's about it. Okay. But once again, yo, thank you so much for doing this podcast with me. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you for doing it with me. Always. I'll for Uber, real. I'll Uber here anytime. <laughs> Uber everywhere. Skr, skr. Uh, thank y'all for checking out this podcast. This is another episode of First Year Out Podcast. Man, shout out to D Hall. D Hall is out in New York right now. Yeah. He's doing his thug dizzle you know this is the number one by coastal podcast in the world mm -hmm. if you got anything from this make sure you drop a comment below let us know which what, what you took away from this episode and if you think someone could benefit from anything within this episode make sure you share it and uh i catch y'all next week that was smooth